0: Hi, this is Chris.
1: And this is Almi.
0: And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almi is a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Today is Saturday, March 20th, and this is for the week of March 20th through the 26th. Mm. Today, it is the spring equinox, Yay. which means it is the first day of spring.
1: It is, and it is the International Day of Happiness.
0: That's correct. It is also the International Day of Happiness. It is also International Astrology Day.
1: What? Is it really?
0: Yeah, it's International Astrology Day. Amazing. And it is also my sister Brooke's birthday.
1: Oh my gosh, that's right. Happy birthday, Brooke.
0: Happy birthday, Brooke. Also, we are no longer in Pisces. Yes. we are officially in aries and the sun will remain in aries until april 19th Woo-hoo. so we say goodbye to pisces and its dreaminess and its creativity and its fuzziness and its friendliness and we say hello to aries and its passion its aggression and its fighting spirit yeah um if last week was tough for you as the zodiac cycle was winding down this coming week will hopefully be a little better. Uh, with the sun shifting into Aries, there's going to be a chance that we're going to start to feel more empowered, yeah. more confident in our abilities, mm. and we're hopefully going to feel more energized in general. Nice. Yeah, we're leaving behind watery Pisces, and we're working with fire now. Anytime there's fire in the air, we can feel a little more awesome. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again, but the fire signs—Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius—they have one job and one job only on this planet, and that is to be awesome. <laughs> so, if you've been feeling overly sensitive and down in the dumps and confused during Pisces, now is the time to lick your wounds and get get back out there and kick some butts. Because with the spring equinox, with the sun moving into Aries, we enter a brand new zodiac cycle. We as humans, we are back, baby. The human race is back. This is a collective rebirth for all of us. So please, get out there and strut your stuff. Be the best version of you that you can be. Um, Last couple of days, I'd been posting a bit of a Pisces countdown on my Instagram story. Uh, And I heard from a couple Pisces friends. Go figure. Uh, Mm. One of them is my buddy Alejandro, who is a Pisces himself. And he commented, most of the cool people in my life are Pisces. Mm. And I would agree with that. I have cool people in my life who are Pisces. Again, Piscean energy, while it can be frustrating, it's also usually very friendly energy. Piscean energy doesn't judge usually. And that's part of it. It's usually uh, open-minded people are are Pisces. And I've said it before as well. If the whole world was all Pisces, I think this would be a much friendlier world as well. Yeah, uh, Almy has a Pisces moon, oh, as yeah. we know, so that makes her cool. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, but yeah, one of the great things about Piscean energy is that it does not judge. It's accepting energy. That's probably why it's associated with creativity too, mm. because it allows those little whispers in your mind to potentially blossom into works of art. Um, Mm -hmm. So for the record, I love Pisces. I personally find it difficult to operate effectively during Pisces, Mm -hmm. but who cares because I'm just one person. So Pisces, we salute you, we thank you, and we'll see you next year.
1: Thanks, Pisces.
0: Uh, And now we're in Aries. And maybe certain creative ideas that you've been mulling around Ooh. over the past few weeks while we were in Pisces and while we were uh, daydreaming a little bit, perhaps. Maybe those dreams, those ideas can now be implemented and brought into the physical realm now that we're in Aries. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's potential for that as well. Um I guess I'm just gonna go right into Ask a Scorpio.
1: Oh.
0: Every week on this podcast, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio perspective on life. As we know, Almy is a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. Mm-hmm. She was born October twenty-fourth. No one knows what life is like. Uh, no one knows what anyway, Elmy's a Scorpio. So Almy, as a Scorpio, how was this last week for you, this last week of Pisces? How did how did you do?
1: Mm. As a Scorpio, even one with a Pisces moon, I still had a rough time. Mm -hmm. had a rough time with Pisces this past week. It just felt like everything was a struggle. Like things that should take one minute took 10 minutes. Things that should take 10 minutes took an hour. You know, it was that sort of feeling. It was just a struggle. Yeah a certain frustration, even hopelessness. It just yeah. was like a lot happening and yet nothing happening. You know, it was it was difficult for me personally.
0: Yeah, and Naomi does have a uh, Virgo Mars. Yep. So her Mars energy was very thwarted during Pisces. That definitely can take a toll. Sure. Um, Now that we're moving into Aries, you know, this is going to be good in general for for fire signs, you know, for Aries, Leo, and Sag. Now that we're getting into a fire sign here, it's going to be good for them. I would say it's going to be good for Earth signs. Earth energy doesn't do well necessarily with watery energy. Earth energy likes to organize things, categorize things, that kind of stuff. It's tough to do that during Pisces. Mm-hmm. So Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo, uh, I think this transition into Aries is going to be good for you or for anyone who has those signs in significant planets in their charts, you know, yeah. if your rising sign, moon sign, Mars, whatever doesn't necessarily just have to be your sun sign. Um I, you know I got a, I got a few questions for you this week, Almy there's oh. a lot to talk about okay. and I, I really want to get your Scorpio take. Oh. One other thing is that this is a couple we've kept our eyes on. It's from there are a couple from the show The Bachelor, Claire Crawley Bachelorette Bachelorette, Claire Crawley and Dale Moss. Mm-hmm, yeah And by the way, it's Claire Crawley's birthday today. Happy March birthday,
1: girl. She turns 40. She well, 40. is, yeah, wow. she looks amazing. Milestone, she does. Um, not that that has anything to do with anything, but honestly, she looks very youthful, and she lives a very youthful life. Um, she's not a big drinker. She's not a big partier. She doesn't smoke. She just lives a quiet life in Sacramento doing hair hmm. and uh, helping out her mom. She loves her dog, taking walks on the beach, hiking, just like a very wholesome, pure life. From what I've seen on Instagram now I don't know her in person In person you know who knows what she's doing mm-hmm. but I wonder if that you know contributes to her youthful appearance then again though you know 40 really isn't that old no you think it's old until you get older and then you realize oh like that's it's nothing it's nothing um, still as you said it is a milestone mm-hmm. so happy birthday Claire
0: yeah and Claire and Dale have had uh, some rough spots in the relationship but at least right <laughs> now it appears that they are on the same page and they're being incredibly lovey-dovey out there in the world.
1: Yeah, so it seems like they may be back together from what we've seen on multiple Instagram stories. Um, not that they've posted, but that other people at in their party, you know, not like party, They they went out to dinner for Claire's birthday. And someone took a video of her leaning her head against him. But the biggest thing is she's wearing her engagement ring. Mm. And they had broken up their engagement. Then they met up again. Then they said that they weren't going to get back together. But now they're saying, you know, one day at a time. And she's seen with her ring. Mm. So if that's what makes them happy, then I hope they're going for it.
0: Yeah. And uh, as I've mentioned before, they both have Mars and Aries. That's right. And we are in Aries now. And Mars, planet of aggression, planet of actions, planet of sex. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of pregnancy announcement sometime in the next wow. month. I'm just putting it out there. It's none of my business. Right. I, I and have, and know... I
1: will say, you actually did call them breaking up and getting back together. Yeah. I mean, when they when they got back together, everyone was shocked. But you, Chris, was like, no, I... I... I called this I mean keep in mind we don't know them we don't have any inside info but I do think it's fascinating what you can glean from someone's birth chart where different things are located come up with an educated guess about what they're gonna do and then to see that happen that was that was like Dr. Strange stuff
0: yeah right is
1: that what Dr. Strange does I don't know
0: I don't know what Dr. Strange no. does I know what he looks like
1: It's Benedict been I don't Cumberbatch, know what he does right?
0: yeah Benedict Cumberbatch yeah he. yeah, yeah Dr. Strange yeah pretty cool guy he might be an Aries. We don't know. I'll have to look up his chart. I'll get back to you we on that next week. Yeah, we have
1: yes. do the Marvel charts. Yeah, we got to do the Marvel charts. What is Wanda?
0: What is Wanda? Good question. Um, so anyway, Claire and Dale wishing you the best, as always, and happy birthday to Claire. Yeah. And then another huge announcement, I believe it was this past week. As we know, Almy, not only is she a Scorpio with a Pisces moon, she's also a huge fan of Disneyland. Oh, and yeah. And it was announced that Disneyland is finally going to reopen at oh the God. end of April. Is that correct, Almy?
1: That is correct. They are saying April 30th. Yep. They are saying April 30, the gates will be open. For real, the rides will be open. Right now they're doing a little event at Disney called Touch of Disney where you can enter California Adventure and eat some fun food, but you can't go on any rides, and Disneyland isn't open. And it's all California Adventure 2. Everything's opening on the 30th. Um, I I think there's going to be a lot of restrictions. I don't think you're going to be able to park hop. That means going to both parks in one day. I don't think they're going to let you do that. I think they're keeping it to just California residents. I'm sure the hours will be significantly different. Of course, you'll have to wear masks. Um, I don't know if indoor dining there will be open. Hmm. Um, But, yeah, I'm sorry. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or if you know me in real life, you know that I am such a Disneyland nerd. I am obsessed with it. It is the place where I truly am happiness, (laughs) happiest. (laughs) Um, And it is happiness for me. I I love everything about it. I love the imagination that went into it. I love reading about it and watching videos about it because it teaches me so much about America in the 1950s and 60s as well that I find so fascinating. Mm. And I think it's so interesting how America and Disneyland are just, and Disney are sort of intertwined for better or for worse. And I just nerd out over that stuff. Um, I'm so sorry. Was there a question?
0: I think you answered okay. it. Uh, I don't even remember what the original question was, but just something to, to the fact that Disneyland is reopening. Yeah. And if you were excited about that, and I would say that you definitely are.
1: I admit, the way I saw it, Joe Biden just gave me $1,400 to go to Disneyland.
0: <laughs> that
1: was my interpretation of the stimulus package. Um, I, I really want to go. I'm... I'm, I don't know. I mean, the whole idea is kind of frightening because, first of all, getting tickets is going to be really hard. I'm sure the website will crash. And, um, but also the idea, though, of going back there under these circumstances, I think I feel safe about it. But, I mean, it's just going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. going to be overwhelming. Huge Huge I'm demand. not always good in crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have no idea if we're, like, actually going to go. I mean, we might want to see how it shakes out. But then again, though, my theory has always been that the first day Disneyland opens is the day when it's going to be the safest. Hmm. It's when, like, they're going to be following the rules to a T. Everyone's going to be on their best behavior. I mean, that's the day you want to go. It's Hmm. like, as we saw in Disney World, you know, day 50 was less chill and safe and nice than day one.
0: (laughs) Well, there you go. So there's a little uh, uh, advice. If you do go visit Disneyland, what to expect and thank you, Almy, as always, for giving us your Scorpio perspective. And this week, not just on one topic, but on three, <laughs> I believe. Yes, so.
1: valuable, important yeah. topics that everyone should be well-learned in. Thank yeah. you.
0: Thanks, Almy. Yeah. So this week, uh, well, let's start with today, Saturday, this weekend, I guess. The moon is in Gemini. So we might be feeling a little fidgety, a little restless Gemini energy can be a little hyper, especially mentally speaking. And the Sun is kind of tired at the moment. You know, the Sun has just made its zodiac astrological cycle. It's starting fresh again in Aries. But it's a little groggy so it's dealing with a gemini moon that just wants to talk and communicate and party and share ideas and blah 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 blah. go 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 so the sun might be a little overwhelmed by the gemini moon this weekend Mm. so if you are feeling a little fidgety a little scattered uh, just know that that's that kind of push and pull that's going on in the sky and just try to detach from it a little bit if you can. You know, it's also a full moon week. There's going to be a full moon on Sunday, March 28th. So just the overall energy of this coming week can be a bit hyper Mm. as the energy is building and as we are moving toward the full moon on March 28th. Uh, Tomorrow, Sunday, there's going to be a lot going on. Uh, The planet Venus will move into Aries. That's happening this Sunday, March 21st where it will stay until April 14th. So we're shifting away from Pisces, not just the sun, but also Venus. Venus is leaving Pisces for Aries. Now, Venus is the planet of beauty Mm, and love, and it isn't totally comfortable being in Aries. And that is not to say that Aries energy is not capable of beauty and love. It certainly is. But Venus tends to work with a certain gentleness and tact and impatient Aries doesn't oh always have time for that type of touchy feely stuff. So while Venus is in Aries, bold behavior is probably gonna be favored. Uh, confidence will be in vogue, mm-hmm. even cockiness to a okay. certain extent. Okay. But Aries energy likes confident, assertive people, it identifies with the warrior. Archetype and speaking of warriors, you know, before this podcast, I was kind of wondering who out there is not only an Aries but also has an Aries moon and is also Aries rising. Ooh. You know, I'm I'm like, who is that triple Aries? Who's that badass? Yeah, so I went to one of my favorite websites, Astro Charts. That's Astro Hyphen Charts. I love that website, and you can look up anyone in their database. So you plug in their you know Sun. Aries, you know, moon, Aries, ascendant, Aries, one person popped up, just one. It was Lucy Lawless, Mm. the actress who played Xena, warrior, princess, triple Aries. apt. Yeah, and she's playing a warrior. I
1: mean, we don't know if these charts, though, are necessarily fully correct.
0: There are 100. (laughs) We should just put that.
1: No, just because remember Lana Del Rey got all annoyed that people didn't know she was a cancer. Mm -hmm. She, like, announced it on social media. She's like, by the way, I'm really a cancer.
0: Yeah. her Someone's
1: chart, like they did it wrong for her.
0: That's how specific this stuff can get, yeah. especially if you're born on a cusp day. Yes. Like today's a cusp day, March 20th. And um, for Lana Del Rey, she was right on the border of Gemini or Cancer, just depending on the hour and minutes yeah. that she was born that particular day. So that's, again, another reason why astrologers want to know right down to your birth time when you came into this planet and then after that it's just hopefully the hospital got the birth time right because right. <laughs> again <laughs> you know with this stuff it's like it's a guide but uh, do we know we're 100% working with the most accurate information how do we know?
1: Do right we know? doctor's like hey did you write down that time of birth? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah Yeah. Here,
0: 823 uh, right, right. Mm-hmm. okay there you go and then you live your whole life thinking you were born at 823 in the morning being, I don't know you get mm-hmm. the idea but anyway I had this um, speaking of loose See, Lawless. With her triple Aries, I could yeah. just picture her walking into the casting office and just, you know, the frustrated casting directors who have not been able to find the perfect warrior princess. Mm-hmm. And then Lucy <laughs> walks in and they go, do you have a headshot? And Lucy's so new to the business, she says, no, I don't. And the casting director's grown. Uh, but then Lucy says, I do have a birth chart. Ah. And she hands over the birth chart. And the, and the uh, casting directors, of course, can read birth charts perfectly. Yeah. They see all the Aries energy. They're like, this is our woman. Yeah. And it went from there. So.
1: Yeah, I don't think people know this. If you work in the entertainment industry in Los Angeles, you have to take several courses
0: in astrology.
1: It's just how it works here.
0: Mandatory. Yeah, yeah, not really, but that's it should not be. true. No, that's yeah. not true.
1: It does it feel that way, true. though.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, also on Sunday, Mars, the planet Mars, which is in Gemini, is going to form a trine with Saturn which is in Aquarius. Mm. So with Mars and Saturn meeting up, both in air signs, I'm thinking that this coming week, at least, we could also see sort of new laws, new rules being implemented. Mm. Saturn is all about rules and structure and laws. Mars is the planet of action, and Mars is in charge of carrying out those rules and those laws. Both Gemini and Aquarius are in air signs. They are interested in outside-of-the-box thinking. I personally consider Gemini and Aquarius to be the rebels of the Zodiac. They are not as interested in the past Mm. and as interested in tradition as other signs. They do like to live in the present, I would say, as much as any of the signs. So there's potential... That we're going to see big changes in laws over the next couple of weeks. Mm. I, I'm sorry I can't get more specific than that, but you know when Mars was in Taurus uh, the past couple months, I was saying that you know as we move further into the Aquarian Age and especially with Aquarius being in Saturn right now and Aquarius being in Jupiter, uh, Jupiter and Saturn were probably trying to get Mars and Taurus to implement some new laws. Taurus doesn't like to doesn't like change in general. Certainly doesn't like looking towards the future and and working with things that are unproven. But now that Mars is in Gemini, Gemini and Aquarius, they get along in terms of, again, outside the box thinking, Mm -hmm. uh, modernizing things. So I think some of these changes are going to be implemented much more swiftly Mm. in the coming weeks. And I think this Mars-Saturn trine Is going to be kind of the spark plug for all that. So, watch for those changes in the next couple of weeks. Um, Later on Sunday, the moon will go into Cancer. So, Sunday night could make for a nice night in. Cancer energy is all about the home. You might feel like you want to stay home and just have a nice evening with your family. You could listen to Lana
1: Del Rey's new album, which just dropped from a fellow Cancer.
0: Yep, Lana Del Rey is a Cancer. She has a new album out. Perfect night to listen to Lana. Yeah. The moon stays in Cancer into Tuesday. Now, by Tuesday evening, March 23rd, the moon is going to go into Leo. And now, fire signs, this is your time to shine for the first time in a while and maybe the first time all year. You know, Tuesday, the sun will be in Aries. The moon will be in Leo. And as mentioned, Venus will also be in Aries. So that's a lot of fire out there. And Mm. it's also the perfect time to be awesome. It's just an excellent opportunity for fire signs to express their awesomeness March 23rd through March 25th while the moon is in Leo. All right.
1: Um,
0: Those are your days to shine fire signs. Okay. Uh, I'm going to continue over here. Um, One aspect on Thursday, March 25th, the moon, I'm going to take that back. Thursday, March 25th, the sun go. is going to form a conjunction with Venus. So the sun and Venus will be lining up in the sky, both in the sign of Aries. Mm. So when the moon and Venus, I to say the moon, the sun and Venus, uh, whenever they're getting along, you know that can be an opportunity to smooth things over. If in relationships or in partnerships, if there's been a disagreement, maybe that can be a, a bit of a diplomatic kind of a day. can also be a day to bring beauty into your life, maybe get your hair cut, maybe buy some new clothes, that kind of stuff. That's Thursday, March 25th. Some famous celebrities who were born with the sun conjunct Venus include Oprah Winfrey, mm. President Joe Biden, mm. Director Martin Scorsese. Well, and famous crazy person, Charles Manson. Aww. So again, with this stuff, it's always potential, right? Astrologically, <laughs> just because you're born with the sun conjunct Venus, which on the surface seems like it's a positive aspect. Wow. It's always a question of how are you using that energy?
1: Wow. So it's literally <laughs> Oprah or Charles Manson? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's the whole range. Yeah. It's the whole range, one aspect, and it can produce positive things. It can produce what we refer to as negative things and um, everything else in between. I
1: think we call Manson a negative thing. I think that's fair. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I mean, definitely. Yeah. I'm not trying to say I'm that wasn't a whole here. negative. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was a big negative. Uh, anyway. And then Friday. Friday is a day I circled, and I just think Friday, March 26th, has the potential to be a fairly nutty day could be a little crazy. Elmy, um, do you know what a quinsunx is?
1: What? No, I have no idea. It sounds delightful. What is it?
0: Yeah, well, you know, we talk about conjunctions. We talk about sextiles. And a quinsunx is when two planets form a 150-degree aspect. Oh, sure. And in astrological terms, when you form a 150-degree aspect, it's not a pleasant thing. It's not harmonious. It's friction. And in this case, it's going to be the Virgo moon, the Virgo moon on Friday, March 26th, is going to form a quincunx with the sun, with Venus, and with Chiron, oh man, and Saturn. Wow. So the Virgo moon and all the Aries planets, um, and then the Aquarian uh, Saturn, I suppose, on Friday, are not going to be seen eye to eye. And how is that going to translate into life on Earth. I'm not entirely sure, but it definitely has the potential to be an irritable day. Uh, Another major event taking place on Friday is that Mars, the planet Mars, is forming a conjunction with the North Node. Mm. Mars is in Gemini. The North Node is in Gemini. The North Node is not a planet. It's a point, and they say it's our destiny. So Mm -hmm. wherever you have, um, you know, in your chart, you find out where your North Node is, And supposedly that's your destiny. That's what you're moving toward. That's kind of stuff you're learning in this life. We also have a South Node. A South Node is all the stuff that we've experienced in previous lives, wisdom that we bring into this life. But the North Node is the scarier one because that's the stuff where we haven't been there before. We're experiencing this stuff new in these bodies. Like, Elmi has a North Node in Taurus. I have a north North Node in Scorpio. And on Friday... The North Node and Mars are going to form a conjunction. So, collectively, right now, the North Node's in Gemini. So, we're moving towards Gemini energy, whatever that means to you. But for me, at least, it means different. It means changes. Mm-hmm. Gemini, again, likes to play by its own rules, likes to see things from its own perspective, and is very open to changing things. It's a mutable sign. And Mars being in Gemini, Mars is in charge of implementing those changes. So with North Node and Mars getting together, that could mean changes right there. Mm. And then with Virgo and Aries duking it out in the sky on top of it, and a lot of Mercury. You know, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is great for communication. It's the planet of communication. But when you have an overabundance of Mercury, then you can get into that whole too many cooks thing. You know, And there might be too many ideas flinging around. And also Mercury on its darker side is known as trickster energy, where it can manipulate information. So some of the information we get might not be accurate. Mm. And Mercury is still currently in Pisces, which is not going to bring any... um, uh, It's not going to help either. Let's just put it that way. So anyway, hopefully Friday, March 26th is a boring, nothing kind of day. But I see it as a potential hot spot for lack of a better term and we'll see how that plays out um march 27th friendly reminder passover begins at sundown and then sunday march 28th is palm sunday and it is also a full moon so we are uh in aries it's the spring equinox spring has sprung we are reborn as humans and the energy this week also with the full moon with us feeling reborn might be a little extra aggressive we might have a little too much firepower But um, we're definitely awake. Uh, No more of this uh, sleepy Piscean energy. We are out there. uh, And just everyone, stay safe. Thank you, as always, for listening. We love you. And Almy is going to take us out with a deep breath.
1: Yeah. We like to end the show with a few cleansing breaths. Get us centered. So if you want to join in, here we go. You can close your eyes if you want to get real comfy or just keep them open, just kind of um, lazily open. And then slowly in through the nose, let's take a nice deep breath. And hold that for a moment and slowly release. And let's take one more slow, deep breath in and a slow, deep breath out. All right, last one, slow, deep breath in. and slow, deep breath out. All right. Roll your shoulders. um, Unclench your jaw. Unclench anything that you are unnecessarily clenching. Um, There's lots of stress in your forehead. Just let that go. And thank you again for listening. We so appreciate you, and we hope you have a great week.